So today's episode, we're going to go into the story of Mike Chang, who is the co-host of this podcast. We're going to go into when he first really started to realize that in his business, which was doing over $10 million a year, and at the same time, he was just feeling stressed, feeling angry, and he knew that this did not mean success in life. So he went on a journey to really discover himself, to be able to get himself to a point where he can have both outer success as well as inner success. Here's his story. Maybe we'll just start from the beginning, whatever the beginning means to you on this journey that you currently are on. So a lot of people ask me this question on what, uh, what happened that got me to, to leave a very successful business, um, to walk away from what I would call my dream life, the typical American dream. At the, at the time, I had an eight-figure business. Um, I was able to create kind of like my dream, my dream life where I combine fitness that I'm really passionate about with business and combine the two together in an environment that was just exactly what I wanted. People can walk around in fitness wear, shirtless, uh, you know, sports tops, and uh, there's food, there's drinks, there's a gym right there. I get to work out three times a day. Everything seemed to be exactly how I wanted on the outside. But yet I walked away from it all. And today I just want to share, I want to share with you um, just a, a a condensed version of this because I've shared this story um, before in different podcasts and um, in interviews. But I just want to share the story with you for the reason to to let any of you guys that are going after creating your dream life to just know that go after this. Really go after it because it's what you want. But just remember that whether you accomplish this or not doesn't relate to the level of happiness that you experience. You know, and so I just want to share that that's the reason for me, for me to share that with you. Okay. It's not for you to deter from going after what you want. Go for it. Always do. But just know that that does not relate to happiness. So here I am. I am, I have all of this stuff. I'm seem to be so happy. I tell myself I'm happy and I tell everybody else I'm happy. But behind closed doors, I'm stressed. I'm angry a lot. There's so many reasons for me to do it. So it seemed like it was all justifiable. You know, because there's just so much pressure. And even though this was happening, I didn't think that anything was wrong. I thought that this is just how life is when you're an entrepreneur who's um, really, really going after it. It's just part of the game. If you can't handle it, don't do it. So I didn't see that as being something was wrong. But it made, it took a big effect on my life. And I started to have problems with ability to focus. I started having problems with ability to like have attention, give people the attention during our meetings. I couldn't pay attention. I would have conversations with my managers and I wouldn't be able to grasp what it was that they were really trying to tell me. I couldn't keep up. So I got a question for you. So in mm -hmm. terms of that, why were you not able to pay attention? Was this like throughout your whole career for, oh, no. for the whole business? No. What happened? I was, as far as I can remember, I was on top of it. I had sharp focus. 
everything was fine. And then just one day, I remember talking to a, to a manager of mine, and we're going through our normal department meetings and uh, talking over the metrics. And I just remember hearing what they're saying and not being able to respond intelligently because I had no idea what was actually happening, even though I heard everything that was said. It's like I couldn't piece it together. And that was the first time that I noticed I'm not able to pay attention to what they're saying. Well, it sounds like basically you like kept revving yourself and then eventually came to a point where you completely just burned out and your 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 brain and your you know your whole system even though you're able to pick up what's around you it wasn't able to process anything. Yeah. It's like I can pro I can hear sound but I wasn't able to process it. That's interesting. And it was because I had too much chatter in my head. I had too much internal dialogue in my head, and I wasn't able to pay attention to what was said on the outside because I am talking too loud on the inside. <laughs> so this was something that was happening, and also I had a really bad pain in my lower back because I injured it, and I've injured my back too many times to, to count, and I always know how to heal it. And this particular injury that was no different than the rest could not heal. And it was nine months going in and it just steadily got worse. And I was starting to worry because I can heal a low, lower back injury in about a month, you know. But this one, nine months in, I'm doing all the stuff. I'm pulling out all the tricks. I've been training now for over 20 some years. I've heard everything in my body. I know how to heal the body because of that. But I couldn't heal it. And I didn't know why. And I was starting to think that maybe it has something to do with stress. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I feel very upset a lot. How? I have no idea. Right? I'm doing all the mechanical stuff. It doesn't seem to be working. And I felt so much anxiety. Walking into my own office, I felt anxiety. It was the strangest thing. I didn't want to look at people in the eye. I didn't want to connect deeply with people. There's like this high level of anxiety and self-anxiousness. So everything on the outside was going fine, but all of these things was happening behind closed doors. It was happening in my head. I was personally experiencing this. And one event changed everything where I was able to actually recognize what was happening inside of me. And this event was where I started to share with people of how I started, how I grew up, the stories that I talked that, that, that happened that got me to do the things that I was doing at the time now in my life, how, how, how the things happened. Like I connected to dots. And as I was doing that, I started to see that I was making up all the stories about myself was actually just made up in my head that who I was was not the collection of these stories they were just stories and when I had this realization suddenly those stories didn't have the same power over me I didn't feel the same pressure I didn't feel so 
worried and stressed about all of the things that I thought I needed to do. Suddenly, it wasn't um, it wasn't that big of a deal anymore because I realized that literally I made it all up in my head, and that was the beginning. And that was the beginning. And from there, I dove in deeper and deeper and started looking and seeing what other stories do I have in my head. While simultaneously, I was doing different movements in my body because it just felt good to do it. And I'm already a body person. I've been training for so long now. But these movements, like I was tapping on my body and I didn't even know why I was doing it. It just felt good. So I did it. I was stretching. I've always stretched. That's fine. And between that and also heavily breathing, which I didn't do any breath work at the time, you know, but it just felt right to do it. Like my body needed me to do it. So I did. Well, what it sounds like before was that you, you were very locked into a very particular identity, right? And so this identity is Mike Chang. I am the, the CEO and the starter of Six Pack Shortcuts. And this is who I am. And this is what I do, et cetera. And I think you being that identity at the time, um, in some ways helped you build the company, but eventually it just wasn't sustainable, just, just moving forward, just because of the amount of stress and an amount of anger that you were carrying in within you. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, I had a lot of a lot of strong expectations that I was entirely attached to as like my as who I was. If I didn't accomplish the expectations that I set out for myself, it would affect the way that I saw myself. I'm mm -hmm. not doing a good job. If I'm not doing a good job, then that means I'm not I'm not um I see myself as being less. This was happening subconsciously, by the way. So it, I didn't realize this was happening. But now, you know, now after the fact, this is what was actually happening. I had these strong expectations about how I wanted things in the company to turn out, how I wanted my life to turn out. And if it didn't turn out my way, if it didn't turn out in the way that I would like it to turn out, I would be very, very upset. I will be bothered. I will be sad. I will get angry. That sounds like a life of disaster. <laughs> well, Even yeah. though you had everything on the outside, I can totally see why you were uh, you were angry. <laughs> but other than that, you you were also talking about how uh, when you started to shift and change, you started. Even though you've been you know bodybuilding for since you were like a teenager, right? Even before that, well, when did you start really quickly? I uh, started like, when I was about 11. Yeah, yeah, super early. And and when you started to make this shift, you started to do different things like tapping or or deeper breath work and stuff like that. And that's that's very interesting because it sounds like it just intuitively came for you instead of you kind of seeking it too, too much. So in that case, it's almost like your, your body intuitively knew that you needed to set some new patterns to, to even change some of the old ones and break those apart so that a kind of a new version of you can actually start to emerge. Right. It's like, I've, you know, I feel like most people I've heard when there's something um, dramatic happening, they would hear someone say, breathe, yo, breathe. 
Hey, just breathe, man. Take a deep breath. That's like a common saying, right? So when I was realizing that everything about my life and all these expectations and all of my worries and anger was all just made up in my head and that it wasn't real, that, that idea was like a really big realization. And so I just remember all of the times that I ever heard, yo, breathe, take a deep breath, man, you know, <laughs> breathe 10 times. And so I'm like, <sighs> so I just started breathing, right? Cause it just, it, I, it's like, I heard it so much, mm. but I've never did it, but I never experienced something that dramatic in my life that required me to, to actually need to breathe. So that's what I did. And I remember every breath that I took was helping it feel a little better. And I didn't know why, but I just knew, I, I don't care why. If it feels good at this moment, I'm going to do it. I, I have a feeling back then, especially when you're quite stressed as well, when you were taking those deep breaths, Definitely felt good, but I'm I'm curious because this because I I'm imagining at that time just because of all the tension and stress inside of you that sometimes it it felt difficult to actually take a deep breath. It, did you find that to be true? You know, I would say when I took a deep breath before it would be through my chest. Mm. And I wasn't able to breathe really deeply into my stomach. Mm. And I do remember times to where my breath was very shallow and I thought something was off, but I didn't look into it too much. It's like I would try to take a deep breath in and my breath would fill up really fast. So I do, I do recall that happening. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the reason why I bring it up is, is I noticed that, you know, in each different kind of state change, um, one, the breath is going to be different. But at the same time, when I'm really stressed, I can feel that there's quite a bit of tension that actually prevents me from taking a much deeper breath than I'm actually capable of. Right. Right. I didn't realize it at the time before. Mm. The amount of tension that I held in my body, the inability for me to relax, despite the fact that I was decently flexible. Well, it's just normal to you, right? So you didn't know that there was actually kind of more, you know, potential inside. So I mean, I didn't see the need. Sure. Like, yeah. Why would I want to look? <laughs> why look relaxed? You know, as like this, at like this bodybuilder mindset, this fitness yeah. mindset. I always want to look tight, right? I always want to look flexed. Yeah. I don't ever want to have my gut hang out. That's that's like deliberately trying to look bad that was the program that was running in my head so it didn't never occurred that i need to actually relax my body like i didn't see a purpose well growing up there was uh, you know i'm not sure about you but at least for me you know a as a teenager what we were taught kind of in our culture at the time was like if you're a man you got to be hard you got to be tough right and you got to be solid so, so everything that I did, it was kind of in, in that intensity and in, in that way. So, but I also had teachers, you know, whether it's actually a school teacher or when I was doing Muay Thai or something like that, I was so stiff that the number one message that all these different people were telling me was relax, relax. Cause I was going everything. It's super tight. Let me ask you this. Do you, did you know why they told you that at the time? 
No, I don't. No, I didn't. I, I, I thought I was relaxed. You know, <laughs> I went from this to, okay. And, and to me, that little bit of drop of tension was me fully relaxing at the time. Yes, right. That's, that's the thing. It's like, we're so used to, we're so used to tightness, tension being this natural default state in our body that when we relax the most that we can, we're still really, really, really tight. We just relaxed a little bit. There are so much more tension in the body to, to let go. But because we've never been there, we have no idea what it really even feels like to be relaxed, mm. to let go. And going back into, into what we're talking about with the ability to breathe deeper, mm. you know, or the ability to, to feel better in the body, If somebody learned how to actually relax deeper, deeper than they've ever gone before, they're, they, they can go so deep. The deeper that they can relax, the more that their body can come back into harmony. The deeper that somebody can relax, the more healthier the body can be. Now, that doesn't mean that person's going to be just jelly all day long and just be limp it's just that we we live in a world to where everybody only knows how to be tense and they only know how to be tight and rigid nobody ever taught like you mentioned the reason why to be relaxed and then so therefore people don't actually work on it so well, then when someone tells you relax it's like you don't even know you're like i am relaxed but you're so tight yeah well, another thing with the word relax nowadays, especially in Western culture, I think it's starting to pick up more, especially because people are just so overly stressed that they need to relax. But growing up, what, what I feel when people hear relax is to be lazy, is to sit on the couch and just completely slouch and, you know, basically like a slob. And so for those who are more like high achievers and, and want to actually accomplish things, they don't want to relax. They want to hustle. They want to get shit done. And so relax means in some ways even to like give up. Mm, right. Right. Yeah, it makes, makes good sense. I feel now people, are, people know a little more. They, they see more value in relaxing. But I think the question now is, do they know how to do it? Because if they don't know how to do it, there's no point to tell somebody to relax. You know, I, I was just listening to this, uh, um, I was just watching this video where, uh, where this guy was, was uh, talking about focus. You know, they're like telling people, it's like, you know, people don't learn how to focus. They never develop the, the ability to focus. Mm. So when someone goes, hey man, focus, focus, as if it was a very, as if it was common knowledge. Mm. But if somebody never trained their ability to focus, they don't know how to do it. Yeah. But the same thing with relaxing. If somebody doesn't, if never trained their ability to relax, how would they know how to relax? What is even the process of relaxation? Most people have no idea. And if they have no idea, they can't do it. They got to at least know, number one, what does it mean to actually, to actually relax? Mm. And then from here, what does it take to relax? 
What do you need to do in your mind to relax? What do you need to do in your body to relax? People have no idea how to do it. So even if they started to know the value of it, they can't accomplish it. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I think, you know, podcasts like ours, and this is one of the reasons why I feel we we did decide to to create this, to share with people, you know, just these these words are very common, but it doesn't mean that it's very common for people to know how to actually do these things. Just like it's almost like, yeah, make a billion dollars. Well, how? How? Well, people in general think the word focus and relax is a common thing, like it's super easy, but it's actually, like you said, it's a skill to be learned. Yeah. So, so going back really quick, like, you know, you, you started to go through this process after you realized that, you know, your, your focus was completely out the door and then naturally you just started to do these, you know, um, these uh, new movements that you haven't done in the past. What happened after that? So my mind started to quiet down. I wasn't trying to get my mind to quiet down it automatically started to quiet down. And it did because all of the tightness in the body, which created this blockage of energy in the body, was now being released. It mm. was from me tapping. It was from me breathing. And it was from me stretching. And one other thing, when he's saying tapping, breathing, stretching, it's not just as easy as him saying it and now you got it. There's a, there's a certain technique to the breathing, to the tapping, to the stretching that will help to get that relaxation, just like what we talked about before. Right. Now, there's, there's ways to do it correctly and with, um, with more effectiveness. But even if somebody had no idea how to do it, simply just trying it is better than doing nothing. But doing these, doing these things, it started to release the energy in my body. It started to release the tension in my body. And when that happened, suddenly my mind started becoming still. Again, I didn't try to go ahead and silence my thoughts. It happened automatically. Mm. And when my thoughts were silent and I'm looking around the room, I remember suddenly it was like I was seeing the room for the first time. Everything just started to become more clear. Like I took away lenses that were always in front of me, but I've never saw them. And suddenly when I removed one, it got clearer. And then I removed another one and it got clearer. That was, that would be the best way I can, exp I can explain, explain that experience. And the way my body felt, there was so much weight that was lifted. My body felt so light. I was almost levitating off the ground. Not, not <laughs> whoa, like whoa, whoa. in my head. No, I was almost literally coming off the ground. I was like looking at my body, like my arms were floating up. What the heck is wrong with these arms? Like, I know how my arms feel, you know? I've been curling for a long, long time. I know exactly how these muscles feel. I know, and they don't float. No, no, they sink. 
<laughs> and the fact I'm looking at my arms, both of my arms are floating up. My chest was starting to float off the ground. Like it was lifting up and I'm just looking at my body like, like I'm looking at it for the first time because something is happening. This is not my body. This is not the way my body is, but yet this is happening. And it felt amazing. It felt absolutely so good that the way that I was feeling before this happened was like death. It was literally like being chained up, put into a hole in the ground with no sunlight. That's exact. Oh, and and uh, my mouth being covered, like totally, like it. That's exactly how it felt like in comparison. So, Mike, when are you going to start levitating? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I um can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> haven't learned. Haven't learned that. That's a, that's another. That's another. That's another story. I <laughs> dived into it, but that's another story we'll talk about another day. <laughs> so so all of this happened and and. You know, how, how has this changed, like, the way that you look at life, kind of your approach to life? And, and I don't, like, I think some people who are listening to this already kind of know some of your background. But, like, what happened afterwards, after you decided to make all these changes, let's say, with Six Pack and even just your life in general? I wanted to learn more. I decided that it was the most important thing in my life that nothing could come close to it. There's nothing that I can do, nothing I can have, nothing more I can be that could even touch the state that I was in. Well, what's fascinating as well is that you actually got to a pretty good level of success in terms of people's eyes, right? You, as, you know, in terms of when you were still part of Six Pack, you guys did over 10 million in a year. You know, your business was just booming at the time, but this basically you were saying is like, this was even a higher state of not success, but a higher state of like, I don't know, a feeling of, of living. The, the six pack success, that, that feeling, I mean, it can't even come close. It's like, it's not even on the same scale. But what's interesting is that that's what most people are actually chasing in life. Exactly what you uh, experienced, right? I you know, I think sometimes there are people that will resonate with this message and they will look down this path. And there are people that will not resonate and they will continue down the path not thinking about any of this stuff and just going after their goals. And to be honest, everybody's got a different path. And for the people that are interested in this path, which is reach your goals, accomplish your goals, go after what you want, and create happiness and peace on the inside, which means you got to do more. You got to learn how to do it in a different way. For the people that are interested in this message, we can have both. The most important takeaway is that you have to change the way you approach work. You have to change the way that you approach your relationships. You have to change the way you approach your fitness. If you want to have both, if you don't care to have both and you just want to have the outer success, then 
don't worry about it. Just keep doing what everybody else is doing. If you want to only have the inner success of inner peace and happiness and not have anything on the outside, then you go do what the, you know, what the monks are doing and they have nothing and they're, they're totally happy. But if you want to have both, you're going to have to learn how to approach the areas of your life in a different way. Makes little sense. You know, I, there was one period in my life where, where, you know, I, I was just starting to boom in terms of my business and, uh, it was doing quite well, but I was super stressed. And so I had a mentor at the time that I went to go talk to about all of this. And, uh, he told me, make your work, your meditation and your meditation, your work. And that took me forever to actually understand. Um, but once I got it, I was like, oh my God, that makes total sense. Um, and you know, this is a whole nother podcast episode. I'll get into another time to, to basically talk about that one concept there. Yeah. I um, love that quote, but Actually, yeah. you know, it's basically what you're just describing right there. Right. So, yes, not only is it possible for somebody to be happy, to experience inner peace, to experience being in a meditative state while building a very, very successful business, making lots of money, having lots of success, and transforming the lives of many people, either through some product or service, doesn't matter. All of this is possible. But it's learning how to be able to dance in the middle because I've only, most people are on one side or the other. They're either not doing anything or they're going super, super hard and getting burned out. I was on the doing it super hard and getting burned out. So then I went all the way to the other side of doing nothing for a while. And I realized that doing nothing isn't, um, isn't what I'm here to do. And it took me a long time to figure out how to be in this middle ground, the middle way that the Tao would teach. To be in flow, to be non-resistance, to not have attachment. It is 100% possible, and I'm telling you this because this is how I'm living my life. This is how I operate my business and my relationship now. But this is not something that people are teaching. People will teach about personal development. People will teach about personal growth. They'll teach about positive mindset. I'm telling you guys, this is not positive mindset stuff. Okay. This is not law of attraction stuff. This is beyond um, elevating into a high level of frequency. There are things about how to do this that is not talked about. That is something that we're going to be sharing and that I personally want to dive deep into this in this podcast. So if you guys are interested in that, for you guys that are driven to go and build success, build a business or continue to scale your business, I'm going to show you how to dance in this middle way. And some of these things will um, sound very simple because it is actually very simple, but it will be challenging to do and it will take a tremendous amount of practice but i'm telling you every time like it is 
it is essential and it is worth it because this is your life. And I know that for you guys that are listening, you want both. You don't want to just have one or the other. And so that's the last thing I'm going to, I'm just going to end that, end that with. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you again for sharing with us. And, you know, for the listeners out there, I hope you guys got some value out of that. Um, and, you know, this is what we're all about, balancing, you know, the, the focus aspect as well as the relaxation. It's the balance between the yin and the yang. And that way, you know, we, we are able to live in that flow state where we're not just having outer success, but we're also having the inner success. Thank you guys for listening again. And we will see you on the next episode.